This is Josh Mills. And this is John Mills. Welcome back to another episode of Acquired Tastings. We are very happy to have you guys with us again this week for another non-alcoholic week. Oh, boo. That's not boo. <laughs> it's good. I mean, I know I've It's still January. <laughs> it's still it's still January, but, you know, people could be running in for a dry February, so. Good. And you know what, Josh? Last week I said we might have a guest. And? Did you look around? Well, yeah, I did. <laughs> I don't know why you're building suspense for me. <laughs> we, we have Leslie Doubleday Heisman to visit with us, and uh, she brought all kinds of bottles. <laughs> I know. I took I took a picture of like my my viewpoint right here. I think I have like eight she, different bottles. The best she, thing is she, we can try them all, and we won't get drunk. That's and right. She, <laughs> and she might be the queen of non-alcohol. Uh, I know. My. Oh. Well, Man. we are we are very happy to have you with us this week, Leslie, and you brought some really cool stuff for us to try, and I'm I'm very I'm very excited. But speaking of what we're doing this week, Dad, what non-alcoholic liquor did you have, and then what are your pairings that you brought? Okay, I have the Ritual Zero Proof, end quote, wrong, alternative, <laughs> and my pairings are white cheddar cheese. Almond blue cheese stuffed dates and Caribbean chicken. Oh, that'll be good. And then I have the Seedlip Grove 42. Um, it is actually not trying to be anything except itself, uh, whereas yours is, you know, acting like a rum. Looks and like water. It's, I mean, it's a clear distillate. Um, and then I have, for my pairings, I have a gyro, I have some fried chicken, and then some beef stew. All and right. then we also have some other ones Leslie brought. Leslie, what is it, uh, this Kentucky one that you brought? Kentucky 74 is, uh, it's spiritless Kentucky 74. That's the um, bourbon that I've liked the best, the quote bourbon that I've liked the best. Yeah. Um, although the, the Monday one is pretty good too. Yeah. And, and we, I brought a gin yep. to try. I brought a couple of different gins to try. Um, Monday products are really good. Yeah, it's uh, it's really cool. We've got. All sorts of stuff. We've got a rum. We've got a nothing. You know, trying to be its own thing. We got whiskeys. We got bourbons. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a good old time. Yeah, it is. But before, oh, yeah. But before we jump into it, getting into all this great stuff we have, uh, we've got to talk about the blind from last week. It was a beer blind, and it was an alcoholic beer. Uh, even though, Here, we and here's the thing: we had done the non-alcoholic Lagunitas IPA. And so I kept saying, gosh, this is not an IPA. This is not an IPA on the blind because it didn't have that pine note that I was getting off even the non-alcoholic one. Right. And so I said it was a pale ale. So, Josh, what was it? It was the Sierra Nevada Celebration Fresh Hop IPA. See, that's what got me. I think it's those fresh hops that got me because they didn't have that strong citrus note. They were just kind of mellowed in there. Okay. You can say whatever you want, but. Anyway, <laughs> you got to have an excuse, right? You got to have a reason why you get it, I guess. But, okay, so we are going to go ahead and get started. We're going to start with the Seed Lip uh, Grove 42. And, you know, we'll just kind of get on and then, you know, we'll chat with leslie like we do whenever we have guests so um i'm gonna go ahead and talk a little bit about the spirit and the company uh while you guys go ahead and uh, get into it this is the grove 42 and my um my pairings are i got a euro 
got some fried chicken and then some beef stew. Um, this company is actually a British company. Um, they're out of England, and he started a lot like the well-being brewer that we talked about last week. You know, he was he was trying to you know go dry and not have alcohol, and he just went to these places and had all these like syrupy sweet you know mocktails, and was just frustrated and just fed up with it. And he says, you know what, I can do this better, and he started his own thing. And one thing I really like about these are, and Leslie, you can chime in too, because I know you you have a different one of theirs that you brought, is they're not trying to be something they're not. Like, you know, I have a thing with when it comes to vegetarianism and veganism, it's like, well, uh, well, let's try and do, you know, plant-based chorizo or plant-based beef. Like, the whole point of what you're doing is to get away from it. So why are you still doing it? And so I re- that's one of the things I really like about this one. This one is their Grove. It is their citrus. It's their really citrus-based one. And it's got blood orange flavors in it and some lemongrass. And I think they do some hops as well. With so one. on the nose, I really get that, that blood orange. Mm-hmm. It is really strong. But then when I taste it, it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Mm-hmm. I mean... And that, and it's 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 a strong aroma that almost makes you think you're smelling alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does because it's like burning my nose hair, <laughs> and it just seems hot. Yeah, and then you take a take a sip of it, it's like ice cold water. Mm-hmm. It's really smooth. Yeah, yeah. It it has that really thin viscosity well, that we talked about with the beers. It has to be week. smooth. Because there's no alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. There are some of these which are not smooth. Okay. Well, when we <laughs> get to mine, you'll it see. Is, it is, uh, I'll tell you, I tried that Monday whiskey and, oh, boy. It woke it uh, woke me up in the morning. <laughs> yes. So, Josh, on, on your pairings, is there, you know, there's I always no, ask this question. Is there, there an order? Nope. Well, you know what? The stew's the closest. There's no, there is no order when it comes here. So, just kind of dig in. And, you know, we, while you guys are doing that, I'll talk a little bit more about Seedlip. You know, they, kind of how they, you know, we talked about how he's like, I'm fed up with all these, you know, gross mocktails. I'm going to make something better. And one thing that he did was he found some old recipes for herbal distillation used as medicine. So now, wait a minute, Josh. You used a phrase that maybe not all the listeners understand distillation well i think they might know that one since they've been listening to us herbal you said mocktail mocktail what is a mocktail well a mocktail is a bartender's attempt at making a cocktail without alcohol right so that's what a mocktail is it's supposed to it's a mock a fake and i think before the phrase mocktail came out it was called a shirley (laughs) well or virgin Virgin cocktails is another oh, is that, another phrase that okay here's that a, here's used. a great story so Josh Joanne and I and Marie went to Jamaica and it was at one of these all inclusives and for the kids the kids could go up and they could get a mocktail so they did and maybe Marie mounted finagle something else I'm not sure they weren't. <laughs> Anywhere close enough age, 
So Joanne and I were one day in line to get our drinks. And so the guy in front of us, or the lady in front of us, I can't remember which one, she said, he said, whoever, I'd like a virgin margarita. He looks at her, bartender, he looks at her and says, there ain't no virgins in Jamaica. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's, that's a good story. (laughs) But yeah, so that, that's the other term, like a, I guess an older, quote, older term for mocktails or virgin cocktails. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. but you know, most of the time that they were just sweet and kind of not, not really good or not quite balanced. So they're, just like with the beer we talked about last week, they're trying to come up with more of these craft craft flavors to meet the demands of a more craft palate. I think. Mm-hmm. So, Leslie, you've been you've been drinking non-alcoholic stuff for a long, for quite a while, right? A few months. For a few months. Yeah. Um, what kind of like shifted you? Because we we always talk about people's journey in alcohol. Um, what kind of shifted you? Like, how was your journey in alcohol, and then kind of what shifted you into getting into the world of non-alcoholic spirits? Well, it's it's pretty simple. Um, I love to drink wine, and it's real easy when you drink wine to put weight on. So yeah. I decided that I needed to lose 15 pounds and that I was going to stop drinking just to do that. Okay. And um, got into all this, and it's kind of interesting. I think it, I felt like I was just a tiny bit ahead of the curve in Arkansas. Yes, mm. definitely. And uh, have have uh, sent off and tried a variety of things. Haven't found any wine that I liked at all. But yeah. some of the spirits have been pretty good. The, the wines have been awful, really. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't even talked about doing a non-alcoholic yeah, wine. Please it's not. out they're, there, but they're not, <laughs> you know, it's, let's just drink some grape juice. Let's, yeah, or, or not. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I found some of the spirits um, and, and have really enjoyed them yeah. um, and, Mix them with all sorts of different things. Uh, kombucha okay. has been something that I've, I've really enjoyed. And what I've found is it's not it's not so tough if you have something, either an NA beer or a, a cocktail to take with you to a party. Mm-hmm. And if you're, if you're holding something, no one's asking you about it. And uh, I've right. actually turned some folks on to some of the NA products. Yeah, I think that's part of the deal when you go to a party. It's like they got to hold something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And in the old days, you had to hold something between these two fingers. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I gave that up a long time ago Nobody does that anymore, not in anybody's (laughs) house. Not much. Uh, Okay, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll let you kind of believe that nobody still smokes in their house. There you go, right. So, you know, growing up, um, it it was cocktail hour at 530 at at, uh, my folks' house. Now, what'd your dad do? Dad was in TV. I know. He was, yeah, he was the um, station manager, president and general manager of, of KTV in Little Rock and KTUL in Tulsa. Mm. And so, you know, it's the 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s. So mm. it was Mad Men and, well, the good parts of Mad Men. Let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> right. Sorry, Dad. Hello. <laughs> and uh, they, there was cocktail. No sold off shotguns. No, no, no sold off shotguns. <laughs> or machine guns. No, no, just, none of that. Just none three, that. Mar- just three martini lunches. That's right. That, they really did used to do that. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. And uh, so you know, I grew up. That was a, a pleasant ritual in the day. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I've enjoyed about this. The the ritual stays. Yeah. Without the calories. 
Yeah. So let's talk about this uh, seed lip. What have you guys had with it? Because I, you know, I, I get a little bit of like a spicy, gingery, mm-hmm. lemony note in this, as well as that kind of citrus peel. And then what have you guys had to eat with it yet? Well, I had the stew, Josh, and, and the stew has some spicy notes to it. And it goes really well with, you know, that blood orange spiciness. Mm-hmm. Of course, you take the drink of it and then all of a sudden the spiciness is gone. Right. And the stew washes over it. Okay. So it's not really a like like, but it's got the it's got those spicy notes to both of them. So what's your let me just make sure I'm hearing you right. The stew over overshadows the Oh yeah. The liquor. Oh yeah. Or and lack I'm, thereof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The distillate. <laughs> well, I'm I'm curious, uh, Josh, on the website there, what cocktails do they show for this spirit? So they have this non spirit. They have quite a few <laughs> they have quite a few cocktails and with the Grove forty two they do a ginger highball, a honey fizz, a cosnopolitan. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I see what there. you did there. <laughs> and so it kind of looks like some of these citrus fizzies have like they kind of use um either um club soda or something like that to give it kind of the fizz. I mean, the honey fizz is just, it's this club soda and I think they call Vera juice, which I've actually never heard of before. Mm-hmm. Something to kind of give a, a honey flavor. I think and give it some viscosity, but they've got, you know, a spicy ginger yeah, highball. I'd say if you mix this with a ginger beer, it'd be really good. Yeah. Cause there is some ginger kind of nuts in here. Mm-hmm. Plus the blood orange. It's thirst quenchy. Yeah, it it's really good, is. It feels like a good summer drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of, I definitely agree with that. And I had it with the fried chicken, and you still get all those flavors, a lot of those flavors coming through with the fried chicken because it's not really heavy, it's not spicy okay. fried chicken, and you still get the nice flavors from the from the distilled beverage. And I, I really enjoyed it. And it's a total zero, ABV. Uh, I believe so. Because the beers we did last week were like 0.5. Yes. They um, they oh. don't list it as anything. And, but it, with it coming from England, and based on... Oh, based on that, it has to be zero. Yeah, it says non-alcoholic on it. Right. So it, I think it can be like 0.05. <laughs> Not 0. 0.5. 0. 0.05. Yeah, 0. <laughs> 0.0 nothing 5. Right. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure these are... Most of the spirits are actually zero... Or zero percent, I think. I believe. I think that's right. Leslie, have you had any any of the food with it yet? Yeah, I, ta- I tasted the beef stew, uh-huh. which was real rich. Yeah, delicious. I agree with what uh, John said. The stew sort of overpowers it. Yeah, I'm not sure what specifically I would pair with it, but something real light. Mm-hmm. I hadn't tasted the chicken yet. I'll do that <laughs> next. So, like I was saying, a little bit more about these guys. You know, they started with some medicinal recipes and kind of honed in their own flavor. And they actually, like, you know, they actually macerate what they're using in it to actually get some some flavors out, which they can, you know, actually then distill. You know, kind of like we talked about with the, I think it was the Amaro Montenegro. 
how they like do all the little individual distillings mm-hmm. and then they blend together. Right. They do that just in a non-alcoholic environment. Because you can still distill water, I guess you could say, because you boil it and just get have all the that, flavors yeah. and then oh, reconcentrate. Yeah. Distilled water, yeah, that's how you do it. Right. So I, I believe that's kind of the process that they're that they're going through. And, you know, when they're saying when his the first one that they put out was the spice, the spice ninety four, which Leslie actually brought, they had a thousand bottles and they sold out within three weeks. And then the second thousand bottles they sold out in three days. Oh my. And then the third thousand bottles sold out in thirty minutes. Oh wow. Online. And so it like I I kind of understand why this is because Leslie, how many of those did you buy? <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> busted. <laughs> well, yeah, and you know, for only being a seven year old at seven, yeah, seven year old company, they're doing some really great stuff. Apparently, and uh, what's the price point? It was oh. in the thirties, I think. No, oh, it was in the twenties. Thirty one ninety nine for the. Yeah, Spice, I think this one was in like the mid to upper twenties. Okay, um, that one was a little bit more. Yeah, like sick. Yeah, but and, I bought this retail. Mm-hmm. Did you buy it? So I I bought it through Amazon. Yeah, and one that's one of the things I really enjoy, at least in our market, about the non-alcoholic beers and the non-alcoholic spirits, is we can buy them from anywhere. Yes. Like we don't have to worry about any type of distribution laws. Which really, really, I think, I think, really help. And come on, Arkansas, <laughs> get rid of those laws. Give us a break. <laughs> you know, I was talking with some of the people who work in breweries over the last week or so. I was like, you know, nobody in Arkansas does a non-alcoholic, to my to my knowledge. No. I don't think anybody makes an NA beer. No, and I definitely, I mean, Rocktown is this core still distilling. Do you know? I don't think so. Used to, yeah. But I mean, obviously, Rocktown's not. No, (laughs) not doing anything (laughs) like that. But I think it'd be interesting to kind of get, kind of get going, and just to have in the market for us locally. It would be nice if somebody could come up with a good NA wine too. That would be great. Yeah, that's. I wonder what the problem is. I don't know. Well, well, what did it taste like to you? Uh, muddy flat. Um, not just not good. There's yeah. so most of most of wines, flavors and esters and all those sorts of things come from the fermentation process. Mm-hmm. So they're hard to replicate in a non-alcoholic environment because you'd also have to strip away some of the grape flavor mm. to get to like the natural kind of great flavor to get to some of those other, to add in some of those other flavors. Also, I think it's just not cost effective for wine, for grape growers to, to try and make a non-alcoholic product mm-hmm. because they would have to, you know, wine can easily, easily spontaneously ferment. Mm-hmm. So they'd have to have a whole different kind of environment mm-hmm. in their winery or they'd have to just specifically focus on it. And with land costing what it costs nowadays. Right. And, you know, two or three years and you read before on you can do anything. Contained sulfide. The good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so if they take that out to get rid of the alcohol with it, 
Yeah, it would What's be. What's left? That, that's the thing is like if it goes through like the filtering process like mm-hmm. we talked about mm-hmm. with beer, it would just be, there wouldn't be much there. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I'm sure you can buy like the grape juice from, from wine growing region from wine growing grapes. It's just, I don't think it's cost effective for them to try and make a product. Right. And nobody really, I don't know, you know, most people who, I think who are sh- kind of shift method to go a little bit more non non alcoholic. A lot of them come from beer and in spirit mindsets, mm-hmm. right? And so it's easier to kind of have that transition when it's when it's there. So when you drink wine, what kind of wine do you like the best? Um, anything that's not pink, pretty you know, much. Really? I love I love Chardonnay, Sauvignon Blanc. Um, I love the heavy. Reds, cabs, I love Merlot, I love, they're all good. Mm-hmm. And if it's a dry rosé in the summer, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. So. There's no, no white Zinfandel. Oh, please, no, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no pink. Uh, Matus. <laughs> uh, the old party Matus. <laughs> Joanne loves rosés, I tell you. Yeah, but all the rosés that she gets are dry. Yeah, they're, I know. They're yeah. not sweet rosés. No. So Leslie, when you when you talk to people about the non-alcoholic world when it comes to spirits, kind of what do you tell them, or what are kind of some tips you would want to tell, like our listeners who are kind of who may be look, thinking about getting into it, um, just kind of some of the insider tips. Well, I don't know that I have any insider tips, but uh, I just started looking around, and obviously, once you go and you click on something, you're followed. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I had had lots of different companies following me and mm. went and tried to explore locally and there was really nothing. I think Seed Lip is carried now locally. That's the only one I'm, uh, I've seen. Mm-hmm. But I think depending on what you're looking for, there's there's a huge variety, which surprised me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you just got to try it. You know, I, I've I found that the gins are my favorites and the whiskeys are my second favorites. Oh, okay. Um I haven't found a vodka that I I've, I've liked. I I don't know that I've even seen one to try. Well, I don't I don't know how this goes again to you know, just how like I talked about with wine is I don't know what a non-alcoholic vodka would be like cuz yeah. vodka doesn't have a whole lot of doesn't have a taste in it. Flavor well, they, within, you know, initially. Right. So it would have to be, and I think that's why we're, you kind of see the more aromatic mm-hmm. versions of types of liquors, which are mock in the non-alcoholic world. But the these are non-gluten. Mm-hmm. They, any woman that's pregnant and wants to drink something. Can. Can. Uh, any woman or man that's training for the marathon and they want to just keep on their Top edge of mm-hmm. that energy and mm-hmm. activity, they can. So there's a lot of attributes about it, and it's just it's good to do a sort of a cleanse every once in a while. I do that anyway, and this one's just lasted a little bit longer. And you know, I don't, I won't say I never miss it, but I don't miss it much. You know, and it's because the ritual is as important to me as the as the actual. Um, alcohol mm-hmm. and just you know sitting out on the patio and enjoying a mocktail right 
that doesn't that's not syrupy and sweet and you know has seven maraschino cherries in it. Um, <laughs> but you could still do that. You could. You absolutely <laughs> could. If it's your thing, go for it. Uh, Mix it with the rum alternative or whatever. There's a a um, ginger kombucha that goes great with whiskey. Oh um, yeah. The the faux alcohol. Um, I like that a lot. And strangely, there's some really good fruity you know kombuchas that go well with the gin i could i could definitely see that you know i i'm i don't really care for kombucha so i don't think about it as a mixer but that's a great because it's also another healthy art i cannot say that word right now healthy (laughs) alternative uh to some other mixers because if you're going for this for health reasons like the seed lip is allergy free it's calorie free Mm -hmm. and it's sugar free so if you're trying, if you're doing those things to cut those out, thinking of new mixers to put in is a great idea. And kombucha has a lot of good flavor and a lot of health. It's a fermented beverage, technically. Yeah. <laughs> it is, and uh, there are a variety of flavors. I I was not a big fan until I found this particular line, tea berry mm. kombucha. It's really good. Is that the? Are those the ones that are made here in Little Rock? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Nathan. Hi, Nathan. <laughs> Down the street. Where is it? Yeah. So it's down on Markham, yeah. right next to Dave's cigar shop. Oh, okay. There's a tap room. Yeah. You can oh, belly yeah. up to the bar, mm-hmm. the kombucha bar. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And, and they, they have all the brew. They have a bunch of like their brewing uh, brewing set up there yeah, as well. They do. Okay. So I what is something. what is your favorite um, cocktail? Or would you kind of suggest people try it in cocktails rather than kind of straight like we're doing here? I think it just depends on what your taste was to start with. Okay. I found, I, I typically would ice it and uh, put, you know, something with it. But I have found that the one that I had not tried, the seed lip, um, the citrusy one, and it's really good. Yeah. It's straight. Um, my favorite one is Mon- the Monday Gin with some sort of a mixer mm, even okay. if it's even if it's something like uh just a uh you know a soda and yeah. a, a squeeze of lime delicious in the summer or tonic water tonic perfect yeah mm. a faux gin and tonic yeah yep and uh the the whiskey i i could drink that over ice yeah plain you know neat if you want mm-hmm. but i like it too with some sort of a Fizzy flavored water. Yeah. A lot of these seem to me like they're kind of built to be uh, cocktail replacements. Exactly. Rather than kind of of just drank normally. Because this is great. But it tastes, it kind of is like, well, I could just go have a LaCroix Mm -hmm. and get some good flavored water in it. But if I'm going to use it in a cocktail, there are some nuances in there which I can play around with if I just have to make sure I'm using other non-alcoholics. Or... You know, something you could do is if you want to just kind of use, make a lower alcohol content cocktail, you could do that too. Because you could use like this Monday gin rather than regular gin, and you could make some kind of Negroni that would have less alcohol in it, but you'd <laughs> still get some of those extra bitey flavors. Well, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, there's three components in a Negroni. Yep. One of them is gin, so take the gin alcohol out yeah so you're down to two-thirds the alcohol so that's a win-win if that's what you want to do right so the, there's a lot of I'm different not things sure you how do it, it. Taste. 
if it was stand up to. Well, after we get through this, after we go through your rum, we should crack open this Monday because <laughs> it's actually for a non-gin drinker. It's actually that very good. I agree. Oh, really? yeah. I tried it. So, well, well, we're non-gin drinkers. <laughs> yes, you we and I. are. You, we are. <laughs> but I honestly don't know if, like, if you were to make mom a gin and tonic with this, let's do that. Tonight. If she could tell that it's she might not alcoholic. Uh, Blind taste test. Yeah, this, exactly. this is the lady that we had. We did a gin episode, <laughs> and we had her come in and blind, and she nailed it. And well, there's like five or six <laughs> different kinds of gin up in the cabinet, and she nailed it exactly. Wow. See, but I don't know if she may be like, oh, this must be a new gin. I don't think she could tell that it's not alcoholic. No. That's that's what that's I'm saying. The point. Yeah, you couldn't tell it's non-alcoholic. Right. That was the thing we were struggling with with the beers. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. Yeah. It's got all the taste this beer is supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the, the NIPA, was, the IPNA. IPNA. <laughs> That's what Lagunitas <laughs> calls their non-alcoholic IPA. Instead of an IPNA. IPNA. Well, this is, re- this is really good. And uh, I think I'm also, after we go through Dad's, I'm going to try some of the, their spice because... That uh, this being as good as it is, I bet that that one is really good too. I think I like this one, the first one, better. Really? Yeah. Do we'll you? see. Oh, okay. See what y'all think. Well, all right. Uh, you guys have any other questions about mine or anything else you want to say about the food or anything moving forward? I I love the foods that you picked. Mm-hmm. If it if it was my show and I was doing acquired tastings, I probably wouldn't have picked those because. They're all delicious, and they're all, like, good calorie-laden, yummy. <laughs> well, hold that thought. <laughs> at, the, at the end, we'll say best on plate, and you're going to have to figure out which one is the best okay. on his plate and the best on my plate. Okay. Well, I thought um, about trying to do some lighter foods and health, healthier conscious, conscious choices. But I just didn't feel that, like that. You know what? Good for you. Yeah. But this would be great. I think, I think one time we did all fish. green. Well, I did. I did do. I've done vegetarian plates before. But I'm saying, like, with this one specifically, because, like Leslie was <laughs> saying, is you know, it's calorie free. You're trying to be light and healthy, and and, and that made up. You know, yes, you, you had to balance. <laughs> Absolutely. But I think this would go good with like some boiled shrimp or some light mm. cooked fish or even some. Uh, I almost did a falafel. I think about doing a falafel. Um, some sort of those dishes I think would be good with this as well. Uh-huh. So, so yeah. on the Zero Proof website, one of the things they said, and this is what Leslie was talking about, you know, sometimes the cocktail is more about the moment mm-hmm. than the buzz. That's right. Absolutely. And I, I have loved, again, the ritual of it all. Yeah. And you know, you could go with these. You could go out and have three cocktails and not worry about driving home. It, that's funny that you say that because I've been known to take an NA beer and stick it in my pocket <laughs> if I'm going somewhere. And I think, you know, what if I decide I want to pop cop, it? And the cop stops you and he says, you've been drinking? <laughs> I've, I've and been, you go, <laughs> yes, sir, right here. <laughs> I've, I've, I've never done that just for the record, but I've thought about it. <laughs> So, my mine is the Ritual Zero Proof Rum Alternative, and my pairings are the White Cheddar Cheese, the Almond Blue Cheese Stuffed Dates, and the Caribbean Chicken. 
on the color. Totally different. Well, it looks like rum. Yeah. It looks like an aged rum. It looks like, well, it's not a real dark rum, but it's not It's not your Bacardi. It's darker than white. Bacardi Gold. <laughs> yeah, it's a little darker than the gold. It's a, I mean, it's about the same color as the Manitowoc, the Diplomatico yeah. that we've had. Yeah. But it's not as dark as the seal back there. Well, yeah, it's not It's not black rum. <laughs> Definitely. No. And on the nose, I get a lot of vanilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of vanilla. It's just a good bit of like baking. Has some baking spices on there, too. I love the bite of it. It's got a good after bite. Yeah. It smells like it should be really viscous. Yeah. But then when you taste it, it's not. Well, that's that's what happened with your your well, yeah. smelled like it was gonna be very viscous. We take a taste of it and it's like water. Yeah, but this has a lot of like a lot of baking spice again. I think and this like one hot cinnamon almost. Yeah. I get that hot cinnamon on the back end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once I once I swallow sits the back it's right there. down there low in my throat. It's like where'd that come from? I hadn't tried this one. I think it's surprisingly good. Yeah. I like it. Do, now, Dad, is do they actually barrel age this? Is I did not it, see that in, in their in their website. It kind of tastes like it was, doesn't it? Well, that's that's kind of where I'm curious of the, the color and some of that bitiness because the, the Monday whiskey is barrel aged and it has some of that same hot spice bite in the back of your throat. You looking it up? No. And it has a little bit of a sweet to it, too. Yeah, it it, it does. I, I think this is a great rum alternative because you do get some of those sweeter flavors mm-hmm. like you would expect with sugar cane. And you do get some of those warming notes from that feels like it's, you know, baking spiced. That's interesting. I think, it will, you know, this would make a very interesting daiquiri. Mm. Oh, it would. You know, with just some... Some just some simple lime juice, because in you know, I don't even know if you'd need the simple syrup with it, or even a a mojito. Now yeah, you're talking. No. Yeah, sounds delicious. Because you have some of that extra sweetness in there, and I you have that little bit of biting spice. I mean, it wouldn't be clear because you're obviously you're not using clear rum, but it does have some of those some of those good cocktaily flavors. I think this one is definitely built to be a cocktail. I, I think a you're cocktail right. One. Yeah, it's it's well, got I, some heft to it. Yeah, I think you could take this and make any rum cocktail with it that yeah. you wanted. Some would do better just because of the combination of the flavors. But yeah, it's it. I think it's made for that. Dark I, and stormy. I, it's not you. Yeah, it's nice. Um, just on its own too, though. Mm-hmm. Surprising. Have you found a new best friend? I think I might have. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so R- Ritual, not only do they do a rum alternative, they do a gin, they do a whiskey, and they do a tequila alternative. I almost bought that tequila for you. Um, that oh, yeah. one, I would be very interested to see how that one came across with some of that like extra depth that tequila can have or how thin it can be. I can tell you because I like it a lot, and I use it and I make it... I make a Bloody Maria with it. Oh, with, okay. The ritual uh-huh. uh, tequila. Uh huh. Wow. And um, I use clamato juice and oh, a lot it. of lime and some Tabasco and you know, a variety of other things. But make it's it a Caesar. It's yum. Yeah. It's very good. That would sound like I, it's really good. Yeah, I would. Th- I would think uh, 
this this rum. I mean, you alternative rum, alternative. You could probably make any rum drink you wanted to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rum margarita, even. Yeah. So, tell me what's in your rum margarita. Just same thing I always put in my margarita. Just what are you take gonna the do for, tequila out. What are you going to do for the 13 other liquors that are in your margarita? Oh, calm down. <laughs> okay, the four. Okay. There are, there are four, right? Yeah. I put Grand Marnier in it. Oh, yum. Grand Marnier. I, I put uh, Damiana. Mm. Just only three, because there's yeah. the agave nectar. Agave liqueur. Still. You've been holding out on us. <laughs> yeah. That, I'll tell you that. You could, maybe you don't even need the rum. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't, you know. But I, I think this is a great, if you do, like, enjoy rum drinks, this would be, I mean, rum and Coke. I think this has enough heft that it would still cut through the Coke or a Diet Coke mm-hmm. and give you some of those those flavors that you, if you like a rum and Coke, that you would really enjoy. Well, on their, on their website, they show a Panicolata, they show a, a Death and Axes. <laughs> so play off of Death and Taxes. Yeah, that's what it is, <laughs> but I, I don't know how to make it. And, of course, the Mojito, rum and coffee. That sounds strange. Not really. I, I, I can see it. Because it has, like, like Leslie talked about, that sweetness mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of carries through. And after the first couple sips, that hot cinnamon spice kind of goes away. Either that or I'm just getting used to it. So I'm not noticing it as a hot buttered rum. That'd be really good. Uh-huh. It would be really good. It goes really well with the cheese. I'll tell you that. Well, I didn't even try it. The cheese either. is really mellow and has that light salinity to it. It kind of helps coat your mouth and kind of softens softens it a little bit. What do you think, Lucy? I think it's delicious. <laughs> I'm I'm liking the little tapas plate. Mm-hmm. I think it goes well with everything I've tasted. It's one thing here on Acquired Tastings, you're not going to leave hungry unless you just choose to. <laughs> That's right. And I was like, oh my <laughs> lord. <laughs> now, it says on the website that the ritual, the whole company was started by women. Mm-hmm. And then I said, I googled who owns it. Well, it's not a woman. <laughs> it's somebody <laughs> named Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> but anyway, I think I think that's really nice that you know women start businesses like this. Sure. And then maybe sell it and make their money. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. No, I'm I'm kind of warming up to this. Mm-hmm. When I first tasted it, it's like, wait a minute. Well, you got to remember, it's not rum. It's never going to be rum. Mm-mm. So you just kind of have to take it for what it is. Well, but when you said it tastes kind of like the, <clears throat> or looked like the Domenico. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's tasting like Domenico to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that works. Yeah. Anybody try a date? Mm-hmm. I just did. Delicious. Yeah. It goes really well with the mm-hmm. dates. That extra sweetness mm-hmm. and the funkiness from the gut of the blue cheese. Indeed. Go well. It kind of highlights more of the sweetness of the of the distillate. Does it talk about their process? Not really. You know, they talk about all the different, you know, on the bottle, they've got all these different flavors. Kind of torpolo, honey, toasted cinnamon, you know, freeze ginger. 
clove. That's the clove. Mm-hmm. That's says, the spiciness. There you go. That's but it says Epcot, ap- ap- too. Hmm. I didn't get that. I think that's where where they're pulling the sweetness from. Maybe. For that is actually probably from apricot. Because it is kind of, it's not, it's not a sugary sweet. It's right. more of a fruit, fruit kind of sweet. And I think that's one of the ways that they're, you know, kind of making, keeping the calories down, not adding sugar. Mm-hmm. Because they're using the natural sugar. Yeah, it says 10 calories. I'll go for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, 10 calories in 1.5. In a jig. In a, yeah, in a, a shot. Jig. Okay. One shot. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> so I don't I don't know how to relate that. What yeah, is, what's regular what's shot a, of rum? Yeah, what's a regular shot of rum? I think it's 60. There is a there is a thing about it. You know, cuz like a shot of a shot of liquor and I think a glass of wine are very similar in their calorie count. Well, wine has a ton of calories and a ton of sugar. Yes. Yeah. That's probably why I like it so much. It's <laughs> why we all like it so much. <laughs> I like it because it's magic. It is indeed. It really is just magic. <laughs> so let's see here. Rum, an eighty proof rum for a jigger is ninety seven calories. Mm. So this is, you know, <laughs> a tenth, a tenth oh, of, of the calories. Okay, okay. So an eighty proof rum is for a jigger is ninety seven calories. Oh wow, for one jigger, for one jigger, <laughs> and a five ounce, a five ounce glass. I better quit making a double. <laughs> and just walk more. <laughs> hey, uh, a five ounce glass of wine is one hundred and twenty three calories. <sighs> okay. So it is, it there is a there is a very, very big health benefit to a lot of these to moving to these choices besides just the fact of you know it's less harmful on your it's less hard on your body to process through because I mean we haven't even talked about the you know the actual non alcohol part of it right. which is really healthy for your body yep. and like you said is a good reset inflammation yep mm. it's it, you know everything that you do that you like probably causes inflammation probably (laughs) so this is a good way to kind of reduce that yeah Oh, okay so as far as how do they make it they individually distill the botanicals they say they're all natural Mm -hmm. oh so that seems like a lot of extra work to say okay i got 10 botanicals and i'm going to distill them well individually but the reason is is it makes blending it easier it, well, it guess, makes yeah. getting your flavor that you're going after a whole lot easier because mm-hmm. then you act like you can control the amounts that are going in and what's what's singing in what way, right? Rather than when if you just put them together, you're guessing that it's going to give you this flavor, and then if it doesn't, the entire batch has to go. I don't know that they're guessing, but yeah, I no, I'm saying, saying like when they put it when they put it all together and do right. a single distill of right. of everything, you don't. You know, it's different. Your amounts can differ because your one batch of cloves that you get are a little bit older than another batch. Right. So you may not need the whole thing. Scaling, the scaling problem. You know, breweries go like yeah, breweries go know, through it too bo- when they scale. and Monkey 47 <clears throat> and all those that have so many botanicals, somehow they've got it down where they're always about the same. It's alcoholic distillation though. It's different. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's different because they can control 
what goes into it the vaporizes steel. and goes back through and mm-hmm. vaporizes and goes back through. Right. And so it's just it it's a little bit of a different it's a little bit of a different process when you have certain when you know that there are certain esters which are gonna grab certain things. Mm-hmm. And they may have to do, you know, they may do one run on it. They may have to do 13 runs on it, depending on right, depending on what, what it is. This just gives a little bit more control to the maker. Yeah. Now, do you have one of the whiskeys? Yeah. So, what it says about the whiskey is it's... The zero, the zero proof whiskey. Have you ever had the zero proof? Uh, this this no, brand. No, a ritual? No, no, uh-uh. It's, it says it's filtered water, sugar cane, natural flavors, then it's citric acid, and then it starts doing chemicals on us. Mm-hmm. Potassium sulfate. As a preservative. Yum. <laughs> you can leave that out, thanks. <laughs> I don't need a I don't need a preservative in my whiskey. <laughs> you do have a preservative in your whiskey. It's called alcohol. That's right. <laughs> well, not in this. <laughs> not in this whiskey. I gotta have something to preserve. Sulfites in wine are mm-hmm. preservative. Mm-hmm. What about the chicken? You try the chicken? Chewing on it now. It's so good. Mm-hmm. So what did you do to the chicken? <laughs> did you all cook all this yourselves? I did not cook anything. Okay. Jordan made the stew. I bought everything else. <laughs> okay. Popeyes, Popeyes and Leo's. Well, I'm, <laughs> they're all delicious. Yeah. Popeyes did the chicken well, and Leo's did the gyro. I was going to say, mm. <laughs> well, One of the last times we did... One of the times we did rum, I can't remember the last time. I wanted I wanted to do jerk chicken. Well, the thing with jerk chicken, and what happened is I got caught on time. This happens a lot with us on the podcast. <laughs> it's true. It's like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Oh, it's it's noon on Sunday. I better figure it out. <laughs> but so this. You know, I I have some jalapenos left, and it's like two jalapenos, and then you know a little bit of thyme, a little bit of allspice, mm. and a little bit of um, oh shoot, I threw some rum in there, uh, and Sorry, some, you cooked it, <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> and some lime. It said the recipe on the web said lemon juice. I always go with lime juice. Good call. I like, I, I like lime juice better. Me too. And so, marinated it for about a couple hours, then cooked it. Yeah. Up. Next time I'll bring you a habanero. Oh, <laughs> I have some. Mm, if you just stab them with a knife, st- yeah. that sounded a little violent. If you just pierce them with a knife and stick them in whatever you're doing, it gives you that heat without that horrible hot. It's okay. pretty good stuff. Well, Marie and I made some hot sauce the other day, and I said, Let's put one jalapeno in there. No, let's put two jalapenos in there. Okay, let's put two in there. How about a habanero? No, Dad, no, no. Okay, we're going to put one in there. <laughs> the two of them are the spice yeah. heads. Love it. Mom and I are like, nope. <laughs> nope. Um, it does, it goes really well with it. You do get that, like, the sweet rum kind of fl- island kind of flavor. Right. That goes with it, which works really, really well. Well, that's what... You know, that's how the Caribbean was invented, right? Well, I don't think that's how it was invented. <laughs> well. I think that's what it's exploited as. <laughs> and so, jerk chicken, or spicy chicken, is 
the Caribbean thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's a lot of other Caribbean things. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, a lot of those hot peppers grow grow naturally down there. Mm-hmm. So they use so they use them in their food, and they just have a, a wonderful spice and citrus citrus going at it because it's what's just natural. Yeah. Well, I like this. It didn't start out that way, but I, you know, pairing with the food. It's real good to see. You know, that's, that's one of the things that we've discovered and, and we're trying to talk to our listeners about. Is it's like you can take a glass of wine and it'll taste a certain way just by itself. But then you mix it with some other food and all of a sudden it got better. Mm-hmm. Or it made the food better. And I think that's what happened to me with this rum and then that jerk chicken. It's not jerk chicken, not the official name of it, but those two really fit together Mm -hmm. well because of the spiciness of the rum and then that different kind of spiciness, the chicken. Yeah, they stand up well to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what are some other other products that you have found in the NA world that have been, that have been really good and it just, I mean, it can be. I know you have, I saw that you brought a couple of like canned cocktails or mm-hmm. NA beers that you've had that are, that you really enjoy. I haven't tried this. Nope. <laughs> it's called Nope. It's an alternative <laughs> cocktail. I haven't tried it, but, uh, there's one that's strawberry basil smash. I thought that sounded really good. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one that's rosemary vanilla lemonade, which that could either be spectacular huh. or kind of bizarre. But rosemary here, vanilla. Here, open it. Try it. <laughs> I'll try this one. Let's see. Oh, yes, please. The rum. I'm that's, telling you, I'm going to go buy a bottle of that rum right now. I think it's delicious. That's past the rum. And I'm kind of not really a rum drinker, but. Change the way you chill. <laughs> so that's their, that's their tagline. 90 calories. Only 90 it's, calories. Yeah. Oh, look. It's kind of. Um, this the strawberry basil looks a little bit. Um, yeah, it's got a little cloud to it. Yes. This one does, too. Ooh. Oh, I thought you were going to put some of the rum in it. No, you're I just, just trying it to, as it is. Yeah. I think it needs, this one needs some rum in it. That is an interesting flavor. I don't much care for this one. But <laughs> I don't, I think that you can overdo basil. Oh, easily. And I think that's, there feels like a lot of basil to me. Mm. So this is, oh God, this is weird. Um, no, what is that one? So this is the rosemary vanilla lemonade. Hmm. So the rosemary is there; it's prevalent, but it's not overpowering. The vanilla is—I don't know why it's there. Yeah, that it's seems almost, like a weird combo. Yeah, it's me. almost like it's there to give it some kind of depth, for lack mm. of a better term. I'm trying not rosemary to say it can be it, a really strong flavor. I'm trying not to say that it makes me think of floor cleaner, <laughs> because it's a bad—it's a bad try, way to say it. You didn't it. try very hard, Josh. Uh, I was gonna say, have you been drinking a lot of that lately? You well, no, just the no the, <laughs> yeah, the smell. smell get, if, if you've ever been in, if you know, like I'm sure you guys have been in a building that has the tile floors. <laughs> when they get rewaxed, uh-huh. there's a particular mm-hmm. smell that's there, and then when they're cleaned with a really really high end cleaner that has that pine note to it, there you go. You have some of those smells. It doesn't taste like that. It just like it. It struck that memory, but still, that if it, if it's evocative of that, it's probably yeah. maybe not our favorite. Those two came in the kit uh, that had the Kentucky seventy four. 
Okay. Which I think that's interesting to put those two things together with the Kentucky 74. Y'all should try that. Try the Kentucky 74. So with the, so you said this came in a kit. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get it from? Online. Just from, well, who was it from? Ken, the Kentucky, Kentucky 74. 74. Spiritless. Yeah. So I wonder if this nope is like a side project of theirs. I don't know the answer. Nope beverages. I'll tell you this. Some boys taste a whole lot better. <laughs> <laughs> we have a i guess a friend of family connection who works for a canned cocktail company mm-hmm. called sunboy and it's uh coconut water based rather than you know just regular water it's, they're really really good i bet low calorie too i think you know all all these uh, seltzers on the market are like five percent mm-hmm. and that's what they are too but they are actually higher in calories than some of the others and it's because of the coconut water mm-hmm. yeah because it initially comes in but then don't you feel like you're so healthy yeah well they don't <laughs> add sugar they don't add sugar um they use real juice real actual fruit juice in them and they're really good and they i mean they still use the is this the sugar-based liquor i guess you could say mm-hmm. that is the the alcohol portion of them right that would be a really good non-alcoholic version too okay so spiritless kentucky 74 see what you think about that do they just do um the spiritless just do uh bourbon or a whiskey alternative or do they do other things as well i don't know um i haven't found anything else that they've done but i hadn't looked real hard i i haven't i don't get the backstory um, but that is your favorite that is my favorite Except I'll got to tell you, except this new favorite, the ritual rums, right on up there. <laughs> just saying, and the Monday Gin, those would be my three tops so far. Yeah, this is good. This has a lot of cherry flavor mm-hmm. to it. It reminds me of oh really? <laughs> Try it. The uh, cherry cordials, mm-hmm. um, the Queen Anne's. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of what it reminds me of because it has that like really high. Um, not quite medicinal, but that really kind of cherry, cherry, cherry flavor. We ought to do this more often. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, we were telling you before the show, we had an episode that we recorded that took about two hours to record. Uh, it was the high-low the high low episode with my friends where we had, like, high-end versions and, and middle-range versions of different spirits. You know, we passed bottles around kind of like we're doing now, but we were schnockered <laughs> at the end of it. We had six. We had six liquors that night. Yeah, we've, we've, <laughs> we've learned a lot of lessons in life. I was not on that show, but, you know, when we first doing, you know, we do wine, beer, liquor, wine, beer, liquor, cocktails. So when we did the cocktails, no food. Not a, drop, not a drop of food. I mean, we'd be drinking these cocktails that are 40% or whatever percent. <laughs> Dad doubles the, no, the spirit. No, come on now. And then it's like, we come in about, I don't know how many months ago, and just brought in all this food for our cocktail episode. And I go, wait, we're doing cocktails, aren't we? Yeah, yeah Dad, we need food. <laughs> Carefully this time. Yeah. You know, I think it'd be fun to do a, a cocktail episode. With these. Yeah, with mm-hmm. these doing in a Yeah. Maybe next week. Maybe we should This is interesting. There's like some cherry notes. 
Yeah, that's what I was saying. It 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 kind of reminds me of a Queen Anne cherry. This is from Optimist. <laughs> Jeez, it's like they don't want you. Not easy to, to open. That is, that's so much better than the Monday. To totally the Monday agree whiskey. with you. With the totally Monday whiskey. agree with you. Which one is the this seventy four? This Kentucky seventy four. Mm-hmm. It's. It's balanced. It's got that kind of woody, woody flavor you want, and that cherry. That would be really good if you could figure out how to make a Manhattan. It it, it is really good in a Manhattan. Manhattan. Yes. Oh, you've tried it. Yep. So, do you when you make your cocktails? Do you use like vermouth and other alternatives, or do you just use those because they're kind of lower? It, I, to begin with? I make them as low calorie as I can. Okay. So, um. But I like the I like the uh, Kentucky seventy four just by itself. Yeah, it is. It's very good. It's very good. I, I, I was surprised at how good mm-hmm. on a rock would be really good. Yeah, it would make a really good old fashioned too, which is some bitters, nice vanilla notes, mm-hmm. like you said, the cherry notes. The color is light, mm-hmm. which is surprising because with that vanilla, I always think of barrel aging. Yeah. Well, and I think that's kind of why. If they distill separately like a lot of these other ones have, I think that's why, you know, you can get such a wide variety. Because somebody's going after a particular style and they can kind of flavor it how they want. Uh, this, I think that one's really good. Mm-hmm. You can't see the the uh, branding. Yeah. that <laughs> The Optimist. You try this one. <laughs> Oh, is that the smoky? Yes, this is the smoky. I am definitely smoky. not gonna like because that's the, I'm not a smoky scotchy smoke scotch kind of guy. That's a weird smoke though. Yes, it's not a mezcal smoke. It's not a campfire smoke. No, but it's smoky. It's it's a chemical smoke, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying weed either. True. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like if you were burning flowers. That's it. Because I'm looking at this, they talk about like flower smoke, mm -hmm, like dried flowers. Because it talks about some like particular roots, and then the habanero in there is. It says habanero on the bottle, and that's kind of what. Yeah. Another thing is like when you cook habaneros. It's in there. Can you see? This is interesting. the The bottle has. Can you see the flowers on the inside? Oh yeah. 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 On the back. On the back, there's art on the. Inside of the back label, yes, for those. Now, Dad, you have an empty glass. You got to try this gin, and then I got to talk about Monday for a second. Actually, I got to talk about these both. These both post. So I, I've got to give a shout out to um, Bespoke Post. Uh, they are they're a uh, a subscription service that um, you can get. They call them boxes of awesome for forty five <laughs> forty five dollars a month. And I had ordered one and didn't think it was going to get here in time. And they kind of pushed it through and got it here on time. So I'm super happy about this. But this was a box that they had. It was called Zero Proof. And they got both the Monday gin and the Monday whiskey for $45. Mm-hmm. And the whiskey itself is usually $45. So, Oh, wow. And this gin is it's good. I think so. I do, too. That that's one, my favorite gin that I've tried. Yeah, NA gin. Zero count. Were you a, a real gin drinker before? Um, no. Gin not, tonic and not. It's a good summer drink. 
But I I really like the Monday product. I like it. I even made a gin Bloody Mary. What? And uh huh, it's good. Yeah. With the clamato. Mm-hmm. I love clamato. <laughs> yeah, I think in Canada they call they call those Caesars mm-hmm. when they use a clamato when they I use clamato right. rather than tomato juice. Now is it cloudy? Because my glasses it's, been it's used cloudy once. No, it's just cloudy. Okay, mm-hmm. and it does smell like jasmine. Yeah, it smells like gin or juniper. <laughs> that's gin. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It is, Isn't it? It, it? it is very much ginny. It could it could definitely be kind of replaced as gin. So, well, we coming up on best on plate, or we yes. gonna drink some more? I think we're I think we're coming up to a, I think we're coming up to best on plate, and then we gotta gotta do a, a blind here, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll get out of here. So, uh, best on plate on my plate, I think, was the chicken. I think that fried chicken was the fried chicken. Yeah, fried chicken was just really good with that citrusy, mm-hmm. uh, grassy kind of flavor. What do you think, Leslie? Well, I'm going to say best on plate for the tasting would be the chicken, but best for I mean Jordan made some really good beef stew. Yeah. I just got to say that's really great. delicious beef stew. <laughs> Shout out to Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Dad? Uh, I'm going with the beef stew because it really went well with the. I don't know why. Probably said it earlier, but that that blood orange, that spice, uh-huh. and then the spice of the beef stew, they seem to just go really well together. Okay. But it did, like I said earlier, when it you eclipsed. take that drink, the the beef stew's there and nothing's left. <laughs> that <laughs> like makes you drinking water. Yeah. All right, Dad. What about your plate? What was your favorite? That Caribbean chicken. And the rum, you know, they just kind of made in heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, go down, go down the Caribbean, get some rum, get some jerk chicken, whatever chicken. Yeah, so it just goes well. The yeah. dates were a close second, though. They were. They they worked really well with that that rummy, that rummy kind of flavor. I think it, for me it was the cheese, the cheese and that rum alternative just worked because the cheese kind of coated and allowed that rum to kind of calm down a bit oh, and give you yeah. kind of a, a greater sense of the of its flavors mm-hmm. neither one killed each other <laughs> no they did not they were they worked pretty well in harmony leslie i have to go with the dates i love mm. that that was delicious together with the rum oh yeah very good and you you found a new favorite i know <laughs> oh my rum. gosh it's so good <laughs> the uh the ritual so um this has been really good and now uh are you ready to pour up the blind for me i sure am. i'm gonna be sharp i'm not i'm not i haven't had anything to drink and i'm going into a blind <laughs> <laughs> all right so dad's got a blind poured up for me and here we go so this blind is orange um it's kind of a reddish orange it's not really burnt orange it's Kind of ready, ready orange. Um, it smells of orange, like kind of orange peel. Yeah, orange peel or um, citrus peel with a little bit of the pith. Yeah. With some of the pithiness, um, oh, it's it it it's not. There's nothing. It doesn't really hit you over the head with the alcohol. 
It's not burning the nose hairs. Nope. It smells kind of clean, really clean, that kind of, but made just basically just orange. It's but I told orange. Leslie there is alcohol in this. There is this alcohol. This is not a non-alcohol. <laughs> We're off the theme right now. <laughs> Which is usually what happens in the blind. Because there would be no way I would not be able to blind anything non-alcoholic and get anywhere close. <laughs> so I might be able to say it's non-alcoholic just because it's thin. But, all right, let's go ahead and taste this one. All right, so on the palate, it's it's kind of viscous. Mm-hmm. It's sweeter than I was expecting. It um, it's sweet. not really as drying. Oh, uh, there's the bitter. Um, bitter on the back. It's bitter on the on the finish. Um, you still kind of have some of that oranginess coming through the um, kind of the that citrus pith uh, flavors of oranges, blood oranges, maybe even some like. Meyer lemons, but it's really, it's really focused in that citrus and it just hits you with that bitter kind of late, but it does have a nice, uh, sweet viscosity on the front end. Yeah. I've never, <clears throat> never thought about drinking it straight, but there if is. this is what I think it is, Italians drink it straight all the time. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's because it's because it's an aperitif and it's it's drunk on the rocks um, or with a splash of soda to wake up the digestive system before you go have a meal. Mm-hmm. Um, this is either Aperol or Campari. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. That's <laughs> this is what it <laughs> well, is. You only said you said two. That's like saying it's either rum or it's whiskey. <laughs> no, I'm not. They're both. That's like saying it's Bacardi or Diplomatico. Because they're both orange bitter liqueurs. Bitter orange <laughs> If you bitters. had to say which one. <laughs> God. I'm going to say Campari. Because I know you've been on a Negroni kick. And mom's kind of been on an um, on a spritz kick. So I'm going to say it's Campari. But it's probably going to be Aperol. I never had both of them side, side by, by side. side. Right. So I don't know which would be viscous or okay. not <clears throat> there but you have it it's either aperol, aperol or campari. campari i'm gonna i'll just say it's campari but it is definitely a bitter orange liqueur definitely is mm-hmm. that's what it is but yeah they drink it they drink it before meals it's kind of a, right. a wake up uh, wake up and it's low it's low alcohol um it's about i'd have to look at the bottle about it's probably in tw- no it's probably in the 20s Okay. Yeah. So it's it's low. It's a low alcohol cocktail. Um, There's actually a cocktail called the Americano, which is basically Campari and sparkling water, I think. But it's really good. So that's um, that's my guess. And uh, we'll you'll have to come back next week to hear Dad tell me that I'm right (laughs) (laughs) about it because he kind of pretty much gave it away now, Um, Leslie. This has been great to have you on. I've enjoyed it so much. When I when I'm off the uh, sober January, I'll be back over. Oh well, we'd love to have you back, and we bring you on for a wine episode. We'll get you some uh, pink wine. <laughs> Perfect, <laughs> love it. <laughs> some of that, some of the good pink wine, not some of that sweet stuff. Okay, sounds uh, great. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but and we really appreciate you bringing over all these other ones for us to try. Uh, that Kentucky seventy four. I was, I was very very happy to try that it's one. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Well, next week, Dad, 
It's a wine week. It, well, well, wait, wait. I, I think, I, I think, yeah, I think what we do you should. Think? So I think we should, since we're kind of doing a kind of a sober February here for acquired tastings, I think we should throw in a cocktail, a cocktail episode next week and do dry or very low alcohol cocktails with some of these, with some of the spirits that we have. That sounds fun. What do you think about that? That sounds fun. All right. So come back next week, not for a wine week, but for a special cocktail week that we're going to throw in. And we're going to be doing low to no alcohol cocktails. So with, we can do about six or seven each, right? I mean, we could if people, if we want to talk for four hours. Well, <laughs> you know, but how many can you drink and not get drunk if it's zero? Well, if it's, <laughs> as many as I want. All of them. All of them. I think your stomach would wear out long before that. Well, yeah. but So come back next week for a cocktail episode. Um, we really appreciate you guys being here with us. Um, this has been a wonderful time. Uh, we really appreciate all you listening. Remember, if you like what we're doing, give us a like, follow, or subscribe, whatever your favorite podcast platform ask you to do uh give us a rating a stars review we'd love to see those coming from you guys we're out there on the socials facebook instagram twitter and tiktok now and um, if you'd like to send us an email we're acquired tasting at gmail.com thank you so much Leslie. yeah oh, thank you it's been great yeah I enjoyed it and so once again i'm josh mills and i'm john mills and we'll see you next time thank you and goodbye